New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Unless they have something special, different like than the rest, right? Been a major change in the area or something like that too. So I won't, I won't rule it out completely, but I'm t- it's it's a one percent uh, chance that that you are that house, <laughs> right? That uh, that experienced that, right? So right. you know, is there an increase in prices? Sure, hundred percent. But it's going to be based off of what sale what sold recently, you know. And yeah. if two sales happened last year that were a million and the average price was a million dollars and this year, July, two sales happened and one was a million and one was two million, the average price is five, uh, 1.5. Does that mean that those houses worth a million last year are worth 1,500,000 this year? No, absolutely not. It means absolutely nothing to the, to the value of what those houses are. Right. What matters is, is what the last house price on your street or in your neighborhood was of a similar home. What other properties are available in your neighborhood at the time that the buyer's coming in. This is the thing about what people don't understand is they think market value is some like hard scientific data that I'm just going to go right. and get it from a website. And there, there you go. Like you have no idea what a buyer is going to pay for your house. How many properties did they see that week? Right. How many multiple offers did they lose? How what was perfect like? is that kitchen for the, the, the woman exactly. that's, that's looking or the chef, the guy, whoever it is. Oh, I gotta have that. That, that kitchen was amazing. Or did you see that shower? We've been to a house. Get me that house. Yes. Are they moving next to their next I'm door sick of this shit. Cover? We can afford it. Stop being such an asshole. Stop trying to Emotions. save a hundred grand. Just buy the house. Emotions. There you go. Well, and, and like supply constraints, serious supply constraints. I mean, I'm so shocked that you, you said that you had a bidding war or set up a bidding war or somebody, your partner did, and that there was no offers. That's crazy right now because every other thing... every. Other than one article I found, everything's talking about multiple offers, prices are crazy, the market is on fire, like everything. For sure. sure. Everything. Every other story I've heard has been multiple offers. Okay, but you got to look at, you know, 11,000 sales in July, right? So let's say there's going to be, you know, nine to 10 now in August, right? You got to look, they're not, they're not all going to be these great uh, success stories. Sure. And that was also on a Saturday too, right? So we were seeing multiple offers on the weekends uh, a week ago. Um, phase three, that changed, uh, the particular scenario that that house was in, that was the best uh, course of action for the seller. And, and yeah. like I said, that, that can change it between now and, and, and next week. I mean, who knows, maybe today it's going to be sold for much more, but either way, um, there's so many factors that come into market value. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's funny when, you know, anybody tries to tell me what the value of the house is. I've been through it enough to understand that I really don't know what the value of the house is. No, I've, so- I've done this enough times to be able to tell you that only the buyer with the check in their hand walking in their door saying they're going to they take know. the house yeah. is the person who knows the value of your house. When I bought my first house, um, I bought a house for $286,000. is a single detached house in Thornhill Woods, okay? This right. is 20 years ago. Um, and 
we saw the market was like taken off and we were, we were young. We had no kids. We were like, if we can make X, we're going to sell. And nobody thought I knew what I was doing with my, with my sale price. But I was, I, I kept saying, I said to the realtor, I said to my wife, I said to my father, I, I was telling everybody, they were like, you're crazy. It doesn't make sense. But I said, we're pricing it as the cheapest single detached house in this whole area. Who cares how big it is in relation to everything else? If somebody wants to buy a single family house in Thornhill Woods, this is the cheapest house. And we sold it in a day mm. for asking because I'm like a realtor and I was able to like figure out what the house is actually worth. It didn't matter what the average price was in the area. It didn't matter what, you know, everybody else thought. It mattered what was what the buyer was willing to do. That's it. Mm -hmm. You have to put your, if you put your, your, yourself in the mindset of what is the buyer willing to pay, right? What is the real market? Not what do I want for my house? I think you have a way better chance of uh, getting the, the real value, right? Because yep. it's so localized. Anyways, yep. um, what else Good. do we got? So do you want to talk about that home price index a little bit more? Like what, like, what is it, uh, well, it, what's it involved in it or? Yeah. Like just explain it a little. Cause I, I don't get it at all. Well, Treb's got an explanation of it on their website that you can read. And basically all it says is that, uh, what they do is they use a, um, uh, a tool that evens out the playing fields, right? So if on your street, uh, the month that they're looking at to compare to was, a, a month that was full of three bedrooms at 2,000 square feet. And then the next month that they're comparing it to is a bunch of four bedrooms at 2,500 square feet. They use a tool that evens it out that says, well, the reason that those sold for more is because of the size difference and the extra bedrooms. So it means that instead of us saying that the average price has gone up now from 600 to 700, we're going to say that that 500 square feet of, um, uh, of additional space as well as the extra bedroom was a $65,000 uh, improvement, right? So now instead of saying that the price went up $100,000, we're going to say actually average prices went up $35,000 because really we can't be giving it uh, an entire $100,000 credit because of the, that additional size. So it's, it's a very loose tool. I mean, they've introduced it as, as best as they can. It's, it's, you know, these guys are really smart. They know what they're doing. They know how to be able to... Um, ensure that they're giving out as accurate of an inf as information as possible. And I do believe that Treb does that. I'm not saying that Treb doesn't provide as accurate information as possible. But at the end of the day, there's just only so much information anybody can uh, provide. It's just that's just how finicky the Toronto real estate market is any real estate market is well, there's just so many factors that determine value and you can get 57,000 agents to come inside your house and give you a value and every single one of them is going to give you a different price. And, and these are unpredictable elements that are included, right? Like that's why nobody can figure out a good way of looking at it because there's just so many unpredictable. They're not quantifiable. You can't. They're not quantifiable. The weather is not quantifiable. No, like let's price, in, quantifiable. let's price into next year's numbers a global pandemic. Yes. Right? Let's but even today, even if you say, look, I'm going to sell today, 
You just have to be happy. And I find the people who are the happiest people in real estate are the people who don't follow the market. So then when it's all said and done <laughs> and they have a bunch of showings and they have the people who come in and they have all the information that they need yeah. and the new real, realtor does the negotiations and they get as much money from the buyer as they can and they know all the th different things that are in their control and they make the decision to move, those are the people I find to be the happiest. Yeah. They go, man, I feel great. I got so much from my house. The people who are like, my neighbor got this and the market did this and da, 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 and high, high expectations here and then it gets there. They end up doing really well, but they're actually miserable because they feel like they could have got more, which yeah. they couldn't have. They, they were, it's a market, right? Well, it's a market. Uh, maybe they could have. So what? You sold it. Sure. Not, not that day. Weren't you, <laughs> if you said you, you're, you're accepting it, then you must have been somewhat happy with it. Must have been the best offer you had. Right. It must have met some <laughs> metric that made you sign the thing in a hundred places. You so you didn't just take it right away, right? So there's again, a lot of time to change your mind while initialing and signing an APS. Yes. Right? Exactly. Figure yeah. out that you're crazy or not. All right. Well, so I mean I had a feeling before this started that it was gonna basically be a show talking about, you know, how great these numbers were and that there wasn't so much to actually talk about with these numbers. I mean, it's just like, there's a ton of people that want to buy houses right now and we don't know what the hell next week looks like right now. Yeah. And so the demand side of things, let's just go into sort of what, what we, what we're going to look at for the next uh, month of August here. So that in September we can see if we're right or wrong. If we're wrong, we'll just completely omit that part from the show. But if we're right, then we'll bring it up like we're superheroes. Like yeah, we've yeah. got crystal balls here. Absolutely. Okay. Make us look good on the internet. Um, demand, right? Right now, interest rates are so damn low. You can get a mortgage for 1.65%. Right? For 10 years. So, <laughs> yeah, I heard one, one, one eight five. I got a client uh, closing in a couple of weeks. So uh, one, one six five. I, I think 1.65, you have to be insured. But anyways, the main thing is this. Um, the demand, the, the, the buying power of a buyer right now, whether they were able to get into the market before or they were in the market and they were just looking at spending as much money as possible because of the stress test and all that kind of stuff has increased uh you know depending on interest rates you know from from the time you were starting to look till till today it could be anywhere between 10 and 20 percent okay depending probably most likely closer to 10. So that means you got 10% more buying power. So that payment of $2,000 a month is the same, but I'm getting a home that's $50,000 more, Yeah. for example. Okay? Which you need. Right? Because so you're, you're, you're not looking at the same house you were looking at a year ago. Well, let's just say you were, but you'll pay 50 grand more for it today. Yeah. You'll pay 10% more because it's the same to you at the, at the end of the day. My payments, my monthly payments is the only thing that matters to me. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm signing a mortgage for the next 30 years, probably my lifetime in Toronto. I'm going to be paying this mortgage off. Yeah. So who cares? I'm paying this much per month. Whether you tell me I paid six or seven, uh, whatever. It depends. Listen, I remember when I bought that. But it depends on where you are in the market and in your life. Like, I remember when I bought that first house, 286, I was freaking out. And my father-in-law was like, trust me, buy the one that's 25,000 more. That gives you an extra 700 square feet back then. And I was like, are yeah. you crazy? I'm already freaking out about this mortgage for 230,000 or whatever it was, 200,000 back then. Right. So if you're yeah. a new home buyer, you're not stretching anymore. Like you're, you're freaking out already that like you're talking probably at least half a million dollars, if not 750,000. 
I don't even know where anybody that's, where do these kids get money saved up? Like after you pay for a cell phone and your vape and your whatever the hell else they spend money on now. Well, they go, they go to, I mean, the biggest private lender in Canada right now is, is doling money out to young people. You know who the biggest private lender in Canada is, right? No. That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.